0: Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: Well, the government has decided to hold its winter army maneuvers and war games in wistful Vista this year, and the whole town is in a martial Dither. And here approaching the headquarters of the Commandant to offer his services as military advisor, we find Fibber Lafayette, where are we, McGee? Oh, you're in the army now. You're not behind the plow. The uniform's it pouse! Who goes there?
0: <laughs>
1: oh, hi, bud. What was the question? I said, Who goes there? <laughs> I ain't going. I'm coming. Oh, excuse me. Come ahead, Dan. <laughs> thanks. Which way is the commander stand, bud? It's the big one over there with the American flag over it. Oh, thanks. I'll go... Hey, that flag's upside down. That's a distress signal.
2: Yeah, I know. The general had lobster and ice cream for dinner last night.
1: <laughs> he ought to keep his troubles to himself. When I was a general in the army, I had a flag tattooed on my stomach. Then when I got upset, my distress signals was flew in private. How well, much bride, bud? Okay. Oh, you're in the army now You're not behind the prowl You'll never get rich You'll sleep in a ditch You're in the... Hey,
2: bud
1: Is the general in? Yes, but he's busy with the chief of the cavalry Oh, I see Probably picking some winners at i Well, <laughs> tell him Major McGee retired It's here to see him Yes, sir Ah, the good old army Then was the golden days Gold braid on the arm Gold fish for dinner And gold bricking all day long Come in, Major McGee Okay, bud Nice of them to put that door on this tent. <laughs> Otherwise, nobody could tell I was entering. Hi, General. Good day. Did I understand the sentry to say that you were a retired officer, Mr. Uh, the... McGee, but. Super McGee. Late Major of the U.S. Marines, Air Service, Tank Corps, Cavalry, Engineers, Infantry, and all stuff like that there.
0: <laughs>
1: How about intelligence? Oh, enough to get by. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, that's very good, yes,
0: <laughs>
1: Major. This is Colonel Hackamore of our cavalry unit. Oh, hi, Colonel. Didn't we meet at Old Fort Blunder in the Mexican campaign? I was never assigned to Fort Blunder. <laughs> Neither was I. It's a small world, ain't it? Uh, uh, excuse me, Major McGee, but I, uh, that is, we're in the midst of planning our maneuvers, and we're very busy. Oh, that's so... okay, General. The reason I come in is, uh, I thought you might want a military advisor, somebody familiar with the local uh, territory. Well, now, I... Now, for instance, suppose you planned an attack on the opposing forces and marched across town to take them in the flank. Now, you wouldn't want to find your advanced guard smack dab up against the brewery or something. The fellow has something there, General. <laughs> Yes, yes. <laughs> a very interesting thought. Very interesting. You say you're a retired, Major McGee? Yes, they retired me for insubordination. Is that so? Hmm? What did you do? Well, one of the mules died, and they gave it a military funeral. They made all the officers face east while they played taps, and I wouldn't do it. I faced the other way. Well, why did you refuse to face east? I'm a west pointer. <laughs> <laughs> What campaigns did you serve in, Major McGee? <laughs> well, I served in Mexico, General. Pershing put me in personal charge of catching that Mexican bandit. Is that so? Mm-hmm. Well, how did he happen to do that? Well, a bunch of us officers was whooping it up at a soda fountain down on the border one night. And the soda jerk says, what do you have, gents? And I says, I'll take vanilla. <laughs> well, Pershing heard me and thought he, uh, he thought I said, I'll take vanilla. So <laughs> 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 he gave me the job. Sounds like just the man we need for the local maneuvers, General. <laughs> I think so myself, General. You're uh, familiar with modern tactics, Major? Am I? Why, shucks, fellas. I was a master of military tactics when I was just a kid. Why, officers from all over the world used to come to our house to watch me play with my toy soldiers on the carpet. Carpet Tactics McGee, I was known as <laughs> in one day. Carpet tactics McGee, the calm and courageous captain of the cavalry, quick to calculate a campaign to keep cruel killers from coming over and conquering our continent with crashing cannon, continually quizzing captives to collect confessions that could keep us coping with their conniving cohorts, and the keenest kid cracking codes from the clattering caissons of Camp Custer to the clean-cut kilties of cold Caledonia. <laughs> Splendid, splendid. I think you're just the local contact we need, Major. Uh, suppose you wait here in my tent while the Colonel and I uh, check our supplies. Okay, but... <laughs> Come, Colonel. I told General.
0: <laughs>
1: well, here I am in the Army again, and I didn't even have to call. Now, let's see. Come in. Well, what you want, Sid?
2: I'm a nurse in the hospital unit, sir.
1: Well, then why ain't you in uniform?
2: I'm supposed to be on leave of absence, sir. Now they want to cancel my leave during these maneuvers. Please don't let them.
1: Hmm. Now, what's your name, sis?
2: Adam, sir. Eve Adams.
1: Eve, eh? Oh, well, quit worrying, sis. Nobody named Eve should have her leave canceled during winter maneuvers. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> now, let's see. I guess I better glance over these papers. Commandant's headquarters, Major McGee speaking. What say about is that so? Well, send up five airplanes and have them spray the camp with paint remover. A fine army. They camouflage three ammunition trucks so good they can't find them again. <laughs> lieutenant Novus reporting, sir. Oh, hiya, Don. What you want? May I have a furlough, sir? Listen, Don, according to these papers, you're the 14th lieutenant that asked for furlough in a period of two days. Interesting period, wasn't it? <laughs> what was? Louis the 14th. Louis <laughs> How does army life agree with you, Don? You're looking very well. Oh, I feel swell. Sir. We're very exhilarated. In fact, I'm so happy I could sing "Only a Rose" in a few minutes. <laughs> it's a pretty clumsy introduction, but we got it in, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> well, go ahead, Lieutenant Novus. "Only a Rose." Yeah, that's well that was great, Don. And that Billy Mills accompaniment was very good too. I'll see the two boys get. Commandant's headquarters, Major McGee speaking. Oh, hi, Billy. Yes, I did. That was a beautiful accompaniment. What? What do you mean? You want a promotion? What are you now, Mills? A major general? No, no. I'm sorry, Billy. I can't do it. Well, we just can't. That's all. This is the Johnson Wax program. How would it sound if we had a musical number presented by General Mills? <laughs> all the dumb clucks I ever saw. My... Hello oh, there, Johnny. Need any new recruits? <laughs> Nope, I don't believe so, old-timer. Hey! <laughs> I says, no, we got all the soldiers we need. Though I can understand why living in a pup tent would appeal to an old Airedale like you.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good, Johnny, but that ain't the way I hear it.
0: <laughs>
1: the way I hear it, one fellow says to the other fellow, He says, <laughs> See where them southern planters are worried about the big cotton surplus. That so, says Tuller Feller. Why don't you get all the gals to wear cotton stockings? Can't do it, says the first fella. That way, both the cotton and the gal would be out on a limb.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it just goes to show, Johnny, why gals like silk. It just goes to show. <laughs> now <we'll> Mark's back. <laughs> Imagine that old fossil talking about silk stockings. Well, I guess the guy is only as old as he looks. Apparently, he still looks. <laughs> guess i better go out and inspect the camp, so what's going on. Oh, you're in the army now. You're not behind the plow. You'll never... Oh, ho, there, soldier. Oh, gooey-pooey. Where are you going with that suitcase? I'm
2: going to hold Me get the guy fire from homie. Oh,
1: just got fired from the army, eh? What for? Well, me camp a cook, she, uh-huh.
2: and me serve him hot dog for lunch, and me was out of mustard. <laughs> so what? So me got the mustard out.
0: <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs>
2: was you a cook in
1: civilian life, Gooey Fooey? Oh, sure. Can you take short orders? Uh huh, can do. Okay, scram. <laughs> Oh, you're in the Army now. You're... Hey, what'd he call me? <laughs> you're not behind the prowl, you'll
2: never get there. Oh, how do you do, Miss McGee? Oh, hi, Mrs. <laughs>
1: Uppington. What are you doing in this Army camp?
2: Oh, I'm arranging a little dinner party, Miss McGee, for some of the officers. The uh, higher officers, of course. Ooh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: yes,
2: The higher officers.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I always say that the gold braid is where you find it.
2: Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, but I think it would be such a distinguished gathering. So military, you know. (laughs) And it would be such a treat for them, too, Mr. McGee, to meet in nice, clean, wholesome surroundings. Don't you see so rarely?
1: What do you mean, nothing? Why, there's nothing cleaner than an officer's diamond tent.
2: Oh, but, Mr. McGee, when I made inquiries, I was told the officers were used to eating in their own mess. (laughs) Oh, I quite shocked, really, I want. wait a
1: minute, Uppy. mess is just another name for a dining room in the service.
2: Oh, really? Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, that is not Holly Really? Yeah, <laughs> oh, dear. Well, anyway, if they do come, Mr. McGee, I hope they don't wear their swords and spurs because they're liable to get jingled. <laughs> oh, dear, I hope you won't think I'm just being a silly girl running out for a uniform. <laughs> well, goodbye. Goodbye, <laughs> <laughs>
1: After knowing a few society dames like her, it's easy to figure out how you get such a cold, damp handshake from them. They spend so much time in finger bowls. Oh, well, they've Hi, Fibber. Oh, hi, Huffle. What you doing riding around in that tank? Oh, I'm in the tank corps. Haven't you heard? Why, no. What experience have you had with tanks? Who, me? Why, sure. Why, after all these years...
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, <well, I'm>... along. <laughs> Why, after all these years of telling housewives how Johnson's glow coat will save them hours of housework because it requires no rubbing or buffing, why, I've handled millions of tanks. You have? Thanks for telling them how to restore floors and linoleum. <laughs> Thanks for making housework so easy. Thanks for the economical way of buying glow coat in the larger sizes. Thanks for making. Harpo, huh? If you don't mind my criticism, that commercial clanks worse than the tank. <laughs> well, that's gratitude for you. Here I go and get all greasy and bruised up for nothing. Okay, pal. (laughs) I'd have had him tossed in the guardhouse, only he'd have busted out with something about guarding houses against mars and scratches with Johnson's waxes. If he ain't the most... Well, hello there, Fisher. Oh, Nick Dipopolis. Hi, Nick. What is this unfounded rumor I'm hearing about you being a military advisory to the general staff? <laughs> or am I labeling under a Apple dumpling? <laughs> no, that's correct, Nick. Say, what's you doing here? Oh, I'm coming down here for a visit with an old friend of mine, Fisher. He's a brigamoose. <laughs> brigamoose? Oh, you mean a brigadier. I stand connected. here. <laughs> <laughs> Very enthusiastic about the military things is it? Oh, is that so? I think it is being because I'm being a Greek people And Greek people are always being ready to fight At the drop of a hat falling down <laughs> Yeah, the Greeks have quite a warlike history, haven't they? Wasn't Helen of Troy? Oh, sure Helen of Troy was quite a cupid, is it? <laughs> She had a purse which is shipping a thousand launches You mean she launched a thousand ships Have it my way She was a very hysterical character, too I'm reading a literary book about her last night And it seems she's having a boyfriend Who's calling himself by the name of Paris You're probably not knowing about that, Gizzo If you would read more, you wouldn't be so illegitimate You mean illiterate Why not? (laughs) Anyway, this Paris squeegee Is making a play for this herentjupie You grab me? Huh? And as little totem of her esteem, she is giving him a golden apple. Yeah, I know all about the golden apple. And man. that is selling a president, Fizzer, because ever since those times,
2: you will find the Greek people owning a fruit stand. Don't <laughs> Peter. I'll see you later if I don't look out.
1: <laughs> the trouble with that guy is, he tried to cross an unabridged dictionary and sell in. Well, i better get on with this. Oh, there, Major McGee. We were looking for you. Oh, hi, General. What's up? Well, we're planning our campaign, Major. Just step into my tent, please. Okay. There you are. Now, here's our problem, Major. Uh We're dividing the army into two forces, the red and the blue. Here, take a look at my map. I have been. You need a shave, bud. (laughs) No, I mean this military map. Now, you say that you're familiar with the local terrain. Why, Chuck, General, I know this country like the back of my hand with mittens on what do you want to know, Bud? Here's the problem. Uh-huh. I propose to deploy the Red Forces in this area here. Machine gun emplacements here, a flanking movement here by this wooded patch, Then mm-hmm. the cavalry and the motorized units will come this way. Oh, you're, you're... getting this all wrong, Bud. Here. Uh, uh, Let me take that map. Give me a pencil. Uh, oh, sit down and relax. I'll figure out the tactics for you. Uh, have a cigar? Yeah, thanks. I have one. <laughs> you got two? <laughs> now, here's the way to go. You put your infantry here, bring the tanks up here, engineers over here, and then when you come around this way, presto, hemmed in. Simple, ain't it? Yes, it seems very simple. Why, sure. Uh, thank you, Major.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, I believe that solves the whole problem. You certainly know this country, don't you? Oh, I'll say so. Only thing that puzzles me on this map is this hill over here to the north. I never knew that was there. <laughs> That's my finger. Oh. Well, good luck, General. Thank you, my boy. The maneuvers will start immediately. I'll issue the orders right away. Okay, General. And just to get your men into a fight mood, get them into a real military pitch of excitement, I'll have Major General Mills play something really stirring. What you got there, Major General Mills? Patty cake, patty cake. <laughs> patty cake, patty cake. Won't this infantry ever grow up? Well, go ahead, men. Patty cake, patty cake with the four notes. Well, that was a four-note, folks, singing Patty Cake, Patty Cake, accompanied by Butcher's Man Billy Mills. Nice cake and Patty. My name's Marjorie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you kids better go climb into a dugout someplace. There's a war about to start around here, and I don't want any of you to get hurt. Ah, oh, there, my boy? Are you the officer of the day? <laughs> but I'm not only the officer of the day, I'm the man of the hour and chief of the minute man. Sit down, and I'll split a second with you. <laughs> By the way, ain't you Horatio K. Boomer? In the flash, my boy, in the lovely quivering flash.
0: <laughs> have here,
1: have here, an article which should be of great interest to every army officer in this great and glorious land of freedom. The land where okay. Get to the point, Boomer. What you got? A Sam Brown belt with a roller skate attachment. You've heard the old aphorism, I have no doubt, that an army marches on its stomach, and this remarkable device will enable regiment after regiment to skim across hill and dale with a minimum amount of wear and tear on the bosom. <laughs> now, this article Listen, is. I... Boomer, you can't sell anything to this army unless you got authorization from the War Department. Ah, yes, authorization. I'm glad to show it to you, Rabbit Nose. Very happy to. Let me see now. Authorization, authorization. Try to put that authorization. Here's a small rat tail file. <laughs> Tried to give it to a friend of mine, but the warden smelled him out. Autograph <laughs> <laughs> photos. photo, Hetty Lamar wrote it myself. Was afraid she couldn't spell Horatio. <laughs> Package of $20 bills. Don't touch them. They're not quite dry yet. <laughs> A false mustache with a slight sneer, <laughs> And a check, check for a short beer. Well, 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 no authorization. Imagine that. Could have sworn I had it with me. At least I could have sworn when you asked for it. <laughs> well, I'll be back some other time, Cashew. Right now I have to run back to my hotel while it's still light enough to locate the fire escape. <laughs> that guy ever did have authorization, it must have been from the Secretary of the Ulterior. Uh Uh-oh. The war started. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody shot the bugler. (laughs) That's the most intelligent beginning of a war I ever heard. (laughs) short war. (laughs) I wonder what happened to that guy. There he is, is, men! Put him under arrest. Who, me? what what did I do? Then you told me you were an authority on military tactics. Well? An authority on local geography. Throw him in the guardhouse, men. Now, wait wait a minute. I have a better idea. Hey, say, what is this? Did did something go wrong, General? Do do you know what you've done? Well, now, let me think. (laughs) I'll tell you. Huh? You sent our tanks through a swamp. You sent our cavalry swimming across a four-mile lake. The infantry fell in the drainage canal. Our machine gun emplacements was all over by passing freight trains. And our entire division was cornered in a dead-end street. <laughs> well, the dead-end kid. <laughs> it's treason, McGee. That's what it is. Blindfold him in. Come <laughs> hey, on, oh, no. Wait kick him I'm him. Hey, let go of me. Quiet, you. Take him out and stand him with his back to the wall. Hey, you can't do this to me. Oh, come on, you. I'm an American citizen. and I demand a trial. Oh, you can't fire back You're a military officer and subject to military discipline. Where's the firing squad? Here they come, General. What? <laughs> oh. you have a final cigarette, McGee? You'd better send for a carton, Bud. I, I'm a chain smoker.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but listen, you can't do this to me. I'm a fire. Pal- Enough of this. Firing squad! Attention! Oh, now, listen. I didn't mean to do nothing. I when was... When I drop this handkerchief, fire. One. Oh. Oh, please don't do this Fire! Major McGee,
0: your
1: your services are no longer required To Hollywood, we regret very much that we had to lose our old friend Silly Watson for the time being But because of previous commitments, he couldn't make the trip with us now Although we hope he'll be back with us soon, Say, uh, uh, fibber. What harpo? Is it true that we're going to have Zazu Pitts on our show again next week? Yes, it is, harpo. I thought as long as this program tonight was full of cannons and shooting and stuff, kind of fortissimo, that <laughs> next week we ought to go a little piccato. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, folks. <laughs> Speaking for the makers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's Self Polishing Glow Coat, Racine, Wisconsin, inviting you all to be with us again next week. Good night.